Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Purpose Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The goal of this podcast is to help men find and fulfill their purpose, going to help them be good, strong leaders, good, strong men, good male role models in their communities. I'm going to do that by having conversations, going to invite guests on. I'm going to ask our guests, what is your purpose? What do you think your purpose ought to be? How did you find that purpose? And what do you do every single day? How do you get up, get after it, and go and fulfill that purpose? So uh, today, um, again, we don't have a guest. I'm getting a little tired of telling you that (laughs) Um, because it's in my intro. Uh, The solution is for me to uh, work harder at getting you guests. But for the meantime, um, it's going to be me talking. Um, So... That's what it is. Uh, today, I don't think it'll be a short episode. I'm not going to give you that. Uh, this one I've actually put quite a bit of thought into. Um, and believe it or not, I prepared, which is weird. Uh, it doesn't feel right for me to actually have something prepared to say to you. Uh, and you want to know the funniest part? Everything that I had been preparing for about a week, uh, I realized early this morning that uh, it was all wrong. Everything was wrong. That I had to go a completely different direction uh, with the episode today, and we'll get into that a little bit uh, here in a second, but uh, basically what we're going to do is we're kind of staying with this Jocko theme. Um, as y'all know, big fan of Jocko, um, working through discipline equals freedom, working through some of his thoughts, uh, telling you how they've affected uh, my life, telling you you know ways that I could have used them better in the past, ways that I plan to use them better in the future. So, uh, that's, that's what we've kind of been doing. It hasn't been like a set series and it's not been every episode of the past couple of weeks, but, um, especially when I struggle with material or when I get an opportunity, um, to go through Jocko, that's what we've been doing. Um, I'll kind of let y'all in on something that I just, I don't know that I've talked about on the podcast much. Uh, I, in- I intended to not really tell anybody except for my wife until it was done with, but, uh, that didn't really happen. A lot of people know already, but I participated in the first form fall transformation challenge, uh, which some of you may know what it is. Some of you probably don't. A lot of you probably don't. It's basically this transformation challenge where you go for eight weeks and whoever goes the hardest and gets the, uh, the best transformation, they win uh sum of money. So I participated in that and I was talking with my buddy Brett about it, uh, about how I hadn't really had a rest day <laughs> in eight weeks, uh, how I've been staying on my diet for eight weeks. Uh, and then we were talking with people who, uh, Brett and I were talking about people who have rest days like every week or rest day, like two rest days within the week or three. And I just want to clarify, we're, we're going to, I need to caveat this before we get in here. Um, we are going to have later episodes about, um, having a rhythm, um, in your life that a lot of people try to achieve balance. I heard Chris Voss, I think is his name, on the Huberman podcast, Huberman Lab podcast, talking about how instead of balance, one should strive for rhythm. There's some key differences in there that I'm not going to get into here, but do know that if you're listening to this and you have a rest day programmed into your gym cycle, or if you don't even go to the gym, this is not an indictment on your efforts. This is not an indictment on just going to the gym and being physically fit. This is going to apply to everything. And I understand that everything in life has a rhythm. This is something that I used to, I I was struggling to figure out for a long time. How do you, how do you find balance? Because 
balance means you kind of do everything poorly. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to, if you really want to be balanced, it, it means that you kind of uh, give everything. If if you do two thousand different things throughout the day, uh, I'm a firm believer that how you do one thing is how you do everything. But if you want true balance, that means time is balanced. That means effort is balanced. That means intentionality is balanced. Um, that means results are balanced. And I don't think that's really the way it is. Uh, when I heard Chris Voss talking about rhythm, I think that's the way it is. So we're going to go through this later, and I'm going to expand on what I mean by rhythm and how do you how do you maintain that rhythm. But this is not, I just want to be clear, this is not an indictment of if you have rest days. Uh, today is a rest day for me. I'll go on like a 45-minute walk, and that's probably it, um, which is a rest day for me. Uh, there are days to where I don't do, don't do any walks. There have been days in the past where... Um, beat up and I just sit on the couch not many of them very very few but uh, don't take this as an indictment of if you have your your push pull legs split uh, and you only work out three days a week that's that's not what I'm saying here but that's the topic we were discussing and Brett and I were just talking about how it's so weird to even think about having like a programmed in rest day during the week and I know that sounds super hardcore, and that sounds like we're probably being a little bit arrogant of like, how could anybody rest? But I'm not lying to you when I say that. When I say that somebody comes to me and says, you know, oh, I don't work out on Sundays, I can understand why they don't. They're in a different rhythm. I get it. Physical fitness is not the priority right now. But just having a day where you do nothing sounds so odd to me because physical fitness and doing all those things has been my priority forever. Now I have taken those days. I've taken those days where I do nothing. Um, it's not to say that I haven't, but to have them programmed in to your lifestyle, it just sounds foreign to me. If your goal is to be focusing on physical fitness right now, to have a rest day planned in sounds weird. And I know everybody's saying, I'm going to get recovery, this recovery, that, uh, you, you gotta have rest. You gotta, you know, rebuild your muscles. Uh, yeah, I get it. Go on a walk. Uh, that's 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 what I'm saying. Is it to have a day dedicated to not pursuing that goal sounds weird. And Brett and I were talking about that. And Brett and I were also he's also a big Jocko fan. And Brett and I got into this idea of where you know if you've been a Jocko fan, if you've listened to Jocko, his whole thing is discipline equals freedom, the way of discipline. Um, discipline equals freedom. Now I have said this many a time, but today is going to be a full expose on the matter. Uh, I am a silly goose. I'm kind of an idiot sometimes. Uh, many people have made this mistake, but it's an ignorant mistake to say the least, especially for somebody who, while I'm not a real engineer, I spent very much time in engineering school and doing math and solving for equations. Uh, many people have made this mistake. Uh, I've heard them make this mistake. I have made this mistake, and I'm here to correct it today, but Jocko's whole thing is discipline equals freedom. Discipline equals freedom. The way that I took that, the way that many people take it, and the absolute incorrect, most foolish way that you can take it is that if you do enough discipline, you get some freedom. That's ignorant. Um, I had that realization this morning. Brett and I were talking about what is the ratio of discipline to freedom. So like how much discipline can you get? How much discipline do you have to do to get a day of freedom? And he and I were kind of talking about, you know, well, this challenge is like 56 days. 
um and it seemed like a good place to to chill out or or even 75 days like 75 hard 75 is on a little bit of the extreme and it's supposed to be um so he and i kind of settled like let's do 60 to 1 like when i talk about this uh let's say that the ratio to discipline to freedom is 60 to 1 and looking at looking at it from a math standpoint that is the stupidest thing that i ever could have done it's ignorant it's just dumb you know why because discipline equals freedom d equals f d equals f now i'm gonna i'm gonna mess up the the ratios here but it's not like um one d equals one over 64 f or something like that or the other way around like um i guess that's how it would be it's d equals f discipline equals freedom discipline is freedom freedom is discipline not discipline buys you freedom not if you do some discipline then you're then you're free discipline is is jail and then that earns you freedom you go do your 60 days of discipline then you get one day of freedom that's not the way it is uh, and this is a little bit of i'm not calling brett an idiot he can he can he can decide where he falls on this but i i guarantee you when he hears this i'm going to get a phone call that says bro how dumb were we um it's stupid discipline is freedom i'm not buying freedom with an eight week challenge that's dumb from a math standpoint i'm ashamed of myself and that's probably why i'm not a real engineer after all it was cal 2 that swayed me from the mechanical engineering program so makes a little bit of sense but um what what is just an ignorant thing to do now um i'm not going to be too hard on myself i'm 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 partly joking but it is it is a a dumb mistake that many people make it's a dumb mistake that many many people make and that if i do enough discipline i get some freedom um where where this mistake is made is in the definition of those two things um you know especially when you have uh in in the definition of those two things if if you don't know what d is and you don't know what f is uh the equation discipline equals freedom means nothing and i think most people don't have any clue what discipline actually is and what freedom actually is and i think jocko does a very good job at explaining what discipline is uh, to, to me my definition and i've got the definition pulled up and we'll look at it here in a sec uh the the normie definition which i don't i have some qualms with but to me my de- my definition of discipline is doing what you know you need to do when you know you need to do it um that's to me my definition of discipline is what do i need to do right now when do i need to do it i guess what do i i guess doing what you know you need to do because inside of that is is when you need to do it but doing what you know you need to do uh forcing yourself to do what you know you need to do that is discipline if you know you need to wake up at 3:30 in the morning to go get your workout in do it that is discipline if you know that you need to get in bed by 8 so that you can sleep enough to make that workout worthwhile do it that is discipline okay it is very simple um i i have another friend that says that uh we we try to we try to find the meaning of concise and if something is concise it's exactly as long as it needs to be i think that definition of discipline is is i think concise i don't know there may be there may need to be some extra some extra on top of that but doing what you know you need to do very simple what do you know you need to do do it that is discipline jocko does very good at explaining this where i think i don't think jocko fails that would be the wrong word where i think he's doing a disservice i've read a lot of jocko and maybe i've missed it 
Um, but we're gonna go we're gonna go through Jocko here, and I, maybe I got ahead of myself. Maybe I should have done this beforehand. But where I think Jocko struggles a little bit is not exactly defining freedom. Um, he he spends a lot of time on the discipline equation, uh, the discipline side of the equation. But freedom, he doesn't really jump into. And and I don't know. Again, I don't want to indict Jocko. I, one of my you know favorite uh, people, you know role models, honestly. Um, but where he seems to do a little bit of a disservice is is not explaining freedom. And I think that you would have to, and it's something that we're going to skirt by, but you'd almost have to get into a religious point to. I mean, everything is religion, but you'd almost have to get a little bit religious to define freedom the way that I'm going to today. Uh, and I'm going to try to back that up with a little bit of religion without do know that I'm not scared to talk about religion. I, I just don't want to say something wildly incorrect or, or misinterpret something that I've found in the Bible because I haven't read the whole book yet. Um, so know that my definition of freedom has a religious backing. And I think maybe that's why Jocko struggles to define it because very rarely do you find um, religion in what he's saying. I think he is religious. I think he's a Christian. Uh, I know for a fact JP Donnell is, uh, but I think that maybe why he doesn't dive too much into freedom because you know, the American definition of freedom has been twisted, uh, has been altered and not everybody that follows Jocko is a Christian or even religious. And I think that, uh, the true definition of freedom is very religious and we'll get to why it is in a second, but I think that's, that may be why Jocko either struggles or avoids it. And maybe he doesn't, maybe there are books out there where he doesn't, uh, maybe I just missed it. I'm fully willing to accept that. Uh, and I'm, and I'm probably going to dive in a little bit deeper, but do remember that this morning is when I had the epiphany and this evening is when the episode has to be out. So I'm doing what I can. Um, but to me, I knew what discipline was. Uh, it was where I struggled to define freedom in the context of discipline, uh, where I was, I was missing the mark. Now I've actually defined freedom like this before. If you listen back to, uh, some of the yes or no's I've talked about freedom, uh, and the exact quote that I'm going to use today, I've, I've talked about that. So it was just me not making the connection between the two. Uh, I, I knew, you know, from listening to Michael Knowles, who does everything based in, in religion, it's, um, truly a religious podcast and he has the knowledge to back it up as to why he believes the things that he believes from a religious point of view. And then listening to Jocko, who's kind of mostly secular, but I believe falls in line with a lot of good religious teachings. And to me is more of a tactical way to, um, a tactical way to enact all of those religious feelings. I, I don't find anything that Jocko has that's that's really contrary to to the Bible, you know, not heretical or anything. I don't know how you would say that, but um, I did, I never put the two together. So you can go back and listen to me months ago talking about the definition of freedom, uh, and only, it was only now that I that I plugged it into that equation. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So to clarify, to go over this episode was going to be named sixty to one, and I was going to come on here and I was going to tell you how. Uh, it's not seven to one. It's not six to one, one rest day to two, six days of discipline. I was going to come on here and tell you that it's not, it's not a hundred to one because you know, you, you have to reap the rewards. Otherwise the discipline will, will wane. Um, that's what I was going to come on and tell you. And this has changed. So I was ignorant. Um, luckily I caught it before I recorded the episode cause I would have felt really dumb, but we're changing that. And today it's going to be about what is the definition of freedom and why why does discipline equal freedom? So I'm going to start with reading 
the way of discipline from Jocko inside Discipline Equals Freedom. So this is Discipline Equals Freedom Part 1 Thoughts. Uh, this is page number 2. Uh, if you can believe it, it's right there at the beginning. Um, it says the way of discipline. People look for the shortcut, the hack. And if you came here looking for that, you won't find it. The shortcut is a lie. The hack doesn't get you there. And if you want to take the easy road, it won't take you to where you want to be. Stronger, smarter, faster, healthier, better, free. To reach goals and overcome obstacles and become the best version of you possible. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, to reach goals and overcome obstacles and become the best version of you possible will not happen by itself. It will not happen cutting corners, taking shortcuts, or looking for the easy way. There is no easy way. There is only hard work. Late nights, early mornings, practice, rehearsal, repetition, study, sweat, blood, toil, frustration, and discipline. Discipline. There must be discipline. Discipline, the root of all good qualities, the driver of daily execution, the core principle that overcomes laziness and lethargy and excuses. Discipline defeats the infinite excuses that say, not today, not now, I need a rest, I will do it tomorrow. What's the hack? How do you become stronger, smarter, faster, healthier? How do you become better? How do you achieve true freedom? There is only one way, the way of discipline. And so I don't think I'm too wrong about him not exactly defining freedom. I've read this book front to back a couple times. Um, I've read Leadership Strategy and Tactics. I've read The Dichotomy of Leadership. Um, I don't think I'm too incorrect. And um, I hope that this really angers somebody in me. They think I'm calling Jocko out and then Jocko's like, well, I'm going to have him on the podcast so that, you know, uh, I, ho- I hope this creates real beef with Jocko so that I can just go meet him and be on his podcast. That would be great. But uh, no, I, d- I don't think I'm too far off in saying that I don't think he properly defines freedom. And I think that's why people miss his point. Maybe I'm just the only one. Actually, I know I'm not the only one. Maybe it's just me and Brett. Uh, maybe Brett and I are dumb and dumber, just feeding into each other uh, bad ideas. But I don't think that's true. Um, I think a lot of people have missed this. I think a lot of people have missed this. Uh, and I think that if Jocko, you know, um, taking ownership, if there's one way that I think that uh, I'll take ownership in saying that I missed it and just not understanding what freedom really meant, but I just don't think that it, freedom is explained uh, well enough in, in these books. Um, because when you read that, it's all about the discipline, very little about the freedom. And I'm going to focus on what Jocko's done wrong, because again, that's not taking ownership. Um, hello, maybe I'm, I haven't read as much Jocko as what I want to think, but, um, what does freedom really mean? So I'm going to, I'm going to jump in and, uh, talk about the definition of discipline, the normie definition. Uh, let's see. So the one that I, I, I think fits best is controlled behavior resulting from discipline disciplinary training, uh, semicolon self-control. So that one's kind of, let's go to the Merriam-Webster, even though they've destroyed our society by changing definitions. Um, it says control, yep, self-control, training that corrects, molds, or perfects the mental faculties of, of or moral character. That one's kind of good. Uh, to punish or penalize, to train or develop, uh, to impose order upon. Um, none of these really, 
tickle my fancy, uh, probably because I like my own definition, <laughs> uh, to do what needs to be done. Um, so that's what discipline is. Jocko describes it very, very well. Um, he lives it. He puts out a great example. He writes books about it. What is freedom? What does freedom really mean? Now, again, we've talked about this before, and we're going to talk about it again in the context of discipline. I've got this quote pulled up. Uh, it says it's from Pope John Paul II. Uh, it's been quoted by a bunch of people. Um, who knows who actually? It says it's not. It says this quote has been echoed by Pope John Paul II. I don't think anybody really knows who's actually said it. It's kind of one of those things that just kind of pops up. Nobody really knows who said it, and it's been said a thousand different ways. But the quote is, freedom is not the ability to do what you want, but the right to do what you ought want. Um, ought want is interesting. Um, I guess want is fine. Uh, I prefer the right to do what you ought. <laughs> um, what does that mean? Well, first of all, if we accept this definition of freedom, and and I do, um, we're accepting that freedom is conditional. Uh, conditional on what ought, what ought to be. And this is where the religious comes in. Uh, we are not, God is perfectly free. So God is the only perfectly free being. He is sovereign. We are not. Um, so to us, freedom means the right to do what we ought to do. Okay. Um, I don't, again, this is why I don't talk theology because I don't really know what all of this means and free will versus determinism. Yeah, I get it. I'll have somebody on to talk about it later, hopefully. But, um, to me, that means that the right given to us by God to choose to do what we ought, that doesn't mean that we're, we're free after we get out of here because, um, your choice in the matter to accept Christ and put forgiveness in him or whatever um, however you choose to say that, not put forgiveness, to accept his forgiveness, uh, to put your sins on him and accept him as your savior, uh, we are free to have that choice. We get to make that choice. That does not mean we are free from the consequences of not choosing that. Pretty sure that's, that's very clear. God is the only perfectly free being. Um, but to us, freedom means the right to be able to, to choose to do those things, to live like Christ. Um, we have the freedom to do that. You can do that in a jail cell. Uh, cell, not sale. In a jail cell. Okay, this is something that if I've picked up any of you that have stayed around from the gun community, uh, this is something that is very important. Um, if you think freedom means the government can't tell you what to do, you are sorely mistaken. Um, now, we can argue about what liberty means in the proper form of government, but... That is a very shallow definition of freedom that will end in a lot of depression uh, if you get your mobility taken away by somebody. Um, if you get your agency removed, uh, your worldly agency removed by another person. Um, if your definition of, of freedom hinges on the fact that you just do what you want when you want, uh, you're headed for failure because that's not the way the world works. If you truly want to be free, if you truly believe that that freedom is a necessity, all that dictates is that you have the right to do what you ought to do, okay? No matter what situation you're put in, you always have the ability to choose to do what you ought to do, okay? Now, there's a moral structure behind this, 
and we can get into more of that later. Forrest Cooper from Redacted does it pretty well with biblical backing. Uh, Michael Knowles does it really well with biblical backing. Okay, I'm not. I I just don't want to say incorrect things. Uh, what is that? Bear false witness. I don't think that's what that means. Not to bear false false witness, but I just don't. I just don't want to mess up badly because it's not my realm of expertise. But what I can tell you is that no matter what, um, if you are a some sort of prisoner of war, which I have never been. Um, I'm not saying I would perform well in all of these circumstances, but some sort of prisoner of war, you're taken hostage or you're imprisoned incorrectly by the United States government. That doesn't mean that you're not free anymore. That's not what that means. If you have this definition of freedom, you are still free to do what you ought to do, ought to do, ought want to do. Um, you're still free. And that right is given to you by God, not by any man. Okay. That's the religious backing behind why I think this definition is true. Now, freedom is not the ability to do what you want. Okay? That's what freedom isn't. And when people misread discipline equals freedom, when they misinterpret discipline equals freedom, um, that's what they think it means. If I eat low enough calories and I get down to 210 pounds and I'm cut up, then I can smash a box of Oreos and it's fine. That was my definition of freedom about two days ago uh, when it came to discipline equals freedom. Um, it's incorrect. That is not freedom. That can be a reward. Um, that can still be within the confines of discipline. We're going to talk about this. You know, discipline doesn't mean never doing anything fun. Okay. Discipline means building the structure around yourself so that you can do some fun things. But the freedom part of that is having that structure. The freedom part of that is being able to say no to the Oreos when you don't need the Oreos. Doing what you need to do. When it's time to say no to the Oreos, you can say no to the Oreos. Now there's a thousand different factors into whether you should say no to the Oreos. If your dying grandmother's last wish is that you eat her batch of Oreo balls, you probably ought eat the Oreo balls. That's probably a good thing to do. Um, okay, <laughs> calories be damned. You eat the Oreo balls and make grandma feel happy. Uh, okay, that's that's what we're going to do. Okay, but freedom is maintaining the ability to choose, not being a slave to the Oreos. When I was 330 pounds, um, and I, I dread the day where I have to post the, the progress picture, it'll come, but um, you can see that I was a slave to a lot of different things. If you really look deep enough, if you look into my eyes, and if you look at my god-awful haircut that I had then, um, I was a slave to many different things that were not what I ought be doing. Freedom is the ability to choose to do what you ought to do. And discipline gives you that. Discipline develops the skills, not necessarily just to choose the affirmative, but to deny the negative. That's what discipline is. That's the skill that discipline builds. That's also what freedom is. So, what are we at? We're 27 minutes. I finished this rather quick. Maybe we'll go into a little bit of how we choose, how we how we exercise freedom. I don't know. I may leave it, you know, concise as exactly as long as it needs to be. So maybe this is a short hitter. Uh, maybe I explained it well. Proud of myself. But um, freedom is not finishing up a transformation challenge where you've 100% changed your life in eight weeks. Um, 
and deciding just to rail a package of Oreos um, and needing the Oreos. Um, that's not freedom. Freedom is the ability to look at the Oreos and say, I think I'll have one. Sure. And then when the time comes, when you don't need to have the Oreos, when January 1st comes around and you're doing a new challenge or whatever it might be, you say, no, I don't really want the Oreos. That is freedom. The choices that we make inside the inside that freedom are something different. I don't know that I have a definition for you here. Um, deciding what you ought to do with that freedom gets sticky. Um, I say it gets sticky. I could go very broad in the religious and don't be a glutton. You know, everything in moderation, which is fine. But then we have to decide what being a glutton looks like. Um, is eating a whole package of Oreos in one sitting uh, being a glutton? I don't know. We'll find out on Tuesday when I do it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, if you've done 60 days of absolute hard work and you want to eat a package of Oreos, maybe not. Maybe it is. Maybe six is enough. Six is probably enough. Um, today I had, uh, I struggled to figure out what to do with my day and my nutrition today. Today's the last day of the challenge. And my advisor said, uh, I was really, really low on carbs. I think for the past week, I've been working out for five hours and I've had like the highest was like 36 carbs or something like that, which is just dummy low. Uh, if if you know, you know, it's dummy low. And so my advisor was like, let's only take it up to a hundred. You don't want to just stuff your face. And so I struggled with what to do today. Um, I really did because it was, I, I've worked very hard uh, in this challenge. Uh, I, I've lost a significant amount of weight. I lost around 31 pounds um, in eight weeks. And not to pump my own tires, but it's a lot. And I struggled. What does freedom really mean? Do I get to have my Oreos today? Uh, and the reason I'm so stuck on Oreos is because I love Oreos. But um, during one of my worst rucks of, honestly, probably my number two worst ruck, uh, I got very, very low on carbs and my blood sugar had tanked. I'd forgotten to take uh, my pre-workout carbs uh, for that. And... I wouldn't say it would be it would be too dramatic to say it was like hallucinations or or anything like that. But my body, I could feel it in the middle. I wanted sugar, and all I could think about was a package of Oreos. Um, like that was that was all I could I could taste them. Um, I could feel the Oreos in my hands. I could taste the cold milk and the temperature. It was it was honestly an amazing little portion in that ruck where I was experiencing Oreos, and then I had to come back down to earth and and realize that there was no Oreos waiting for me when I got home. Um, so that's why I'm so obsessed with Oreos right now as I had, uh, I'm not going to say religious, but a spiritual experience with some Oreos in the middle of a hard ruck. But um, I, I struggled. Do I want to do that today? No, I, I don't think so. Number one, because if I ate a bunch of Oreos, that would put me over 100 carbs and I couldn't eat anything else. Uh, but to me, that's not that's not freedom. If I did it today, I would be a slave, uh, a slave to, to those urges. I would be... Uh, doing whatever I want, not doing what I ought. Um, there will be a time when I eat a lot of Oreos, probably going to be like Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. Um, there will be a time where um, I eat some ice cream or uh, DLN makes this tortellini soup that I'm going to eat. Uh, earned a little bit of that. Um, now what I ought do is enjoy the, the things that, that are nice, that taste good. That's what I ought do. Um, I ought to enjoy the, the one dish that my wife really loves to cook. I, I think she loves to cook it. I don't know. Uh, I ought to ask my wife to cook me something cause she doesn't cook 
often. And that's going to make her feel good to cook me something. And it's going to make me feel damn good to eat it. That's what I ought to do now. That doesn't mean I'm done. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop losing weight. That doesn't mean I'm going to go back to being a slave to those foods. Um, But to me, that's what freedom means, is the ability to choose those things and then to deny the negative. Freedom was on Friday, knowing that I'm going to be done with this challenge on Saturday. Uh, Freedom was Friday, not going in and buying every single thing that I used to eat. We didn't buy, and tortillas aren't bad, but the things that I make with tortillas are bad. Um, We didn't buy a bunch of tortillas. We didn't buy a bunch of tortilla chips. Are chips and salsa bad? No, they're really not. If you look at the macros and you can fit them in, they're not bad. Salsa has like very little calories. Are chips and queso bad? No, not really. I'm sure I'll eat some soon because I love chips and queso. Um, But I didn't buy any. To me, that is freedom. Uh, to me, the freedom is is the ability, because I've, I've worked so hard and developed those skills, to go into that grocery store full of, of millions and millions of calories and not buy and eat every single one of them. That's, that's what freedom means. So, don't get confused. Um, don't get confused on what freedom means. Don't, don't be ignorant like I was and think that if you work hard enough, uh, then you can go back to being a slave to those things. That's not what it is. That's not what it is at all. Um, if you are becoming a slave to your rest days, to bring it back to the beginning, you're not free. You're not. If you can't go without a, a, a Sunday rest day, you're not free when it comes to working out. You're not. Um, if the thought of just working out on a Sunday is is so terrifying to you that you could never go and do it, that's not freedom. It's not. And again, I struggle I struggle to make this sound normal, I guess. Um, but it's just not. This you know, physical physical fitness may not be your focus, okay? Um, that may not be the thing that you're doing today. Maybe it's reading. Um, whatever that may be, writing a book, whatever it is. Um, if you're a slave to taking those days off, that's not freedom. And just because you did six of them um, doesn't mean that you've quote-unquote earned that day off. That's not what that means. You want freedom. Freedom is the ability to choose to take it if you ought. Freedom is the ability to choose to do it if you ought. So, guys, I think that's what I've got. I don't think I'm going to drag this out any farther. Um, I want. I really want to spend some extra time on rhythm. I don't, I don't want to try to squeeze rhythm into an hour or an hour and a half. I want that to be uh, independent on its own. I don't really have anything else for you guys. Um, And again, do know that discipline comes with rhythm. I'm not telling all of you that you need to go and work out for 75 days straight and eat little to nothing for 75 days straight or 56 days straight or whatever it might be. This doesn't have to be exercised in the way that I exercise it. Um, There are plenty of ways that I don't exercise this level of discipline. Plenty of them. And that's what I'm going to talk about. Again, how you do one thing is how you do everything with the same intentionality. And you should hold those standards across the board. Um, But that doesn't mean that you're going to meet them in every single thing that you do. That means that you know they're there. And that means that you strive to hold that standard. And that at some point you try to develop the skills to hold that standard or give yourself the tools to hold that standard. Uh, But I'm well aware that 
there are some needed rest days. For me, there will be rest days. Um, there will be a time in my life, probably when I have the child in March, that maybe my workouts go down to three days a week. It's not the focus. Uh, it's not the cycle of rhythm where I'm pushing really hard on my workouts. That's not the, the, the part of the, uh, of the rhythm that we're in. It's a different, different part. Um, so I hope that the concept, uh, I hope that the concept gets by this applies to money. Um, when you make a lot of money, freedom does not look like spending at all just because you can, do you get to spend more? You do. You have a lot of money, you get to spend more of it, but it doesn't mean spending at all. That's what we're talking about here. So don't make the mistake I did. Um, I hope that this maybe corrects that mistake if you made it. Um, Brett, I hope that when you listen to this, you laugh very hard and you call me, and I know that you will. Um, I'm not going to say anything until you listen to it. But, uh, but man, how smart did we think we were on the phone? Um, how smart did we think that we were when we were planning out this episode? Um, how smart are we truly after this realization? Um, I hope that it changes the way that you all live. It'll definitely change the way I live. Um, it's going to change the way that I do Christmas coming up. It's going to change the way that I do a lot of things. And maybe that was the missing piece in, in, in some of my live hard and some of the up and downs that I've had is truly missing that definition of freedom and how it relates to discipline. Guys, I think that's all I've got for you. Uh, tune in on Wednesday to the One Flesh podcast. It's all about marriage. Uh, we talk about exercising discipline in marriage. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about what freedom looks like in marriage. Uh, this this upcoming Wednesday, I think we're going to talk a little bit about rhythm and in the context of marriage. We're going to spend some time on rhythm, guys, because it's another kind of epiphany that I picked up from Chris Voss uh, that that really solved a lot of problems in my life. I, I say solved a lot of problems. Um it really solved for X in a lot of areas of my life to where I was like, I know what I need to do. I know this is the equation to how to get where I'm going, but there's this one thing that I can't figure out why this is the way it is. And then when he said rhythm, it all clicked. Uh, so we're going to spend some time on rhythm the next couple of weeks. Uh, and, and that's what I've got for you guys. So uh, go and have a good week, exercise, discipline, achieve that, that freedom. Thanks.